This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, a man who appreciates a good Golden Girls mural, Ryan Nelson. That is 100% accurate. <laughs> I, I love that. I, wanted to, I wish it was in my house. But I am happy to announce... The Night Court theme song, still a banger. It still is, even I though it's a really short version it of it. It is. I still had to let it play. Yeah. It's it still, yeah, like I said, I wish they did the whole thing like they did in yeah. the 80s, but they, they, Man, they when, really truncated it. When that bass hit, I was like, yes. Yes. Yeah, don't, don't. don't. Don't, yeah. don't, 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 don't. Uh, if you've been listening to podcasts since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the first four episodes of Night Court on Peacock and NBC, I guess. Uh, if you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, $10, or $20 level. When you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show if you want ad free access to the podcast any level of being a patreon supporter will get you the show ad free it doesn't matter if it's the three dollar level or as high as a twenty dollar level any any level will get you the show ad free over on the patreon app if you can't be a patron though you can help the show out by writing us on spotify and apple Podcasts. leave us a five-star rating and if you have time write us a review on apple podcast if you'd like to interact with the show we would love for you to send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com if there's any questions you have for us about things that we cover if you have any comments you would like to make on some of the things that we while we are covering them or if you simply want to give us some suggestions go to your email send us a email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you there so, we are covering the reboot of Night Court, a show that ran from 1984 to 1992. Uh, let's talk about, we kind of talked a little bit about it on our Patreon when we were doing our top 580 sitcoms. So, let me just kind of get your quick thoughts on the original Night Court before we go into this one. So, uh, i got to mention, this is our 120 episode. Yes, it is. And here we are. Our first network show. <laughs> That's right, our first network How show. How many episodes that? into it? Yeah, and yeah. shockingly, we ended up doing one. That may be the most shocking. Yeah, thing. I know. The surprise that yeah. we're even doing one. Yeah, but the original Ike Hart, I freaking loved. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one of those '80s shows that you know would definitely be in my top ten. Uh, I was mentioned to you earlier. I read an article in the New York Times. We were talking about the popularity of the new the new version. They were talking about everyone has a fun memory of if you ask them about Night Court, they're going to say, "Man, I love that show." Right. But if you ask the plot points, they probably can't point to a lot. But they love Bull. They love mm-hmm. Roz. They love Dan Fielding. And you know, you just have a good memory of this. I fell in love with Marky Post in the late oh, yeah. 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, it was. I'm the same way. I mean, I remember, I remember loving the show. I remember it came on on Wednesday nights at eight thirty, and I was a kid that went to church. Uh, so, you know, I would be getting home right about the time that this show would air on Wednesday nights because it did come on at eight thirty, and it would be kind of one of the last things I watched before I ended up going to bed because obviously it was getting close to my bedtime uh, back during that time. So, like I said, it. it I, 
it's a late, it was a later show. There were some jokes in there I did not get as a child. Yeah, we talked about yeah. this on the Patreon as well. Uh, just because they do have it in the later time slot, so they can do a little. They were able to get away with a little bit more in terms of uh, slightly racier jokes. I mean, this was still it was still a sitcom. It was still the eighties, yeah. and so they're, it's not like they're it's not like anything like they were trying to get away with today. But they they did have a little bit more uh, adult centered humor sometimes in the, in the show. Like I said, I didn't get it at the time, but I still thought it was funny. Uh, yeah. But you're right. I mean, John Larroquette was fantastic. Harry Anderson was fantastic. Um, oh yeah, I also mentioned you mentioned Mel Torme and, and our Patreon. I anytime I hear the name Mel Torme, I immediately Harry Anderson. Yeah, you immediately associated with this show. I, I would not yeah. for, for the longest time. I wasn't even sure when I was watching the show if Mel Torme was an actual person. <laughs> Well, he comes on the show. He a does. Times. Yeah, I he, remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but when I was a kid, I was like, is right, this a real uh, person? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's a real person. He was a real singer. Uh, but like I said, I did. I had no idea because that was obviously, you know, to a, a six, seven, eight year old, they're not going to know who Mel Torme is yeah, and yeah. if what his what he's actually like. So. Um, but it was it was a fun show. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was you know. Harry interacting with all the people and all the criminals they brought through, and that was that was kind of part of the fun of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is all the people that were being on that were on trial and just how wacky and crazy they were. Uh, real quick, do you have any idea actually what how night court worked? Like, what time does it starting? What time was it? I ending? looked this up. Oh, did you? Okay, it's from five to one. Oh, okay, and they still have it. Do they really? And since 1984, it's been a tourist attraction. Oh, okay, that's where cool. You people sit in the because uh, it appears it's also on Law and Order. Sometimes they have they go on night okay. court. Okay, and their episodes. So yeah, it's from five. It's from five to one. Okay, like I like I said, I never really yeah. knew exactly how this worked. Uh, I didn't either. I researched it the other day. <laughs> I'm glad you did because I didn't even think to look yeah. it up. <laughs> I wasn't even sure if it was a real thing, but yeah, I guess it would make sense because in New York, I mean, you got so many yeah. people, you've got to, you'd have to have people, you can't just have court from, you know, nine and to five. They're, they're mostly minor, minor offenses. Right. Like indecent exposure, that kind of stuff. D- public, maybe a DUI. Public intoxication. Public intoxication. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. So, because uh, everything, because what I also remember from the, uh, the original one is like he would always punish him with like fifty dollar fine and time served or something like yeah. that. That was like always he punishment. gave out a lot of community service. Yeah, he did. So, uh, like it's just the, it's just those things that you remember. Uh, I, and it was just a fun, fun show. Now, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and get into the new version of this. So, real quick, when you saw that they were getting ready to make a reboot of Night Court, what were your thoughts? When I first heard about it, I was like, of course. And then I was like, yeah. And then I saw Larroquette was back, and I was like, okay. And then I will say, I saw Melissa Roch was going to be Harry Stone's daughter, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. Because I, I did watch The Big Bang Theory when she was on there, and I will say this. The show got better. She was really good on that show, yeah, on The Big Bang Theory. She was really good. And I thought, there may be something here. If she, her as Harry's daughter makes sense, right? It does. And if you bring Larry Cat back, that there may be something there. But I can't tell you I was really excited either. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. 
had we not decided to go for the show, I probably would not have watched it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, when I saw the previews and I saw the commercials for it, I was like, okay. I mean, it's it looks yeah. like just typical sitcom stuff, and it, it really kind of is. I mean, and yeah. we yeah. talked about the look. We're probably going to have a very similar conversation. Do the conversation we had last week when we right. talked about that ninety show. 90s. But like I said, uh, just general thoughts when when you watch this. What were your thoughts? I will say this. I'm going to try to be. I'm going to get some positives out of the way. Uh, it felt like the old show had just ended, and this picked right back up. Yeah. I'll give them that. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa Raj as she is good. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has the same like juvenile, not juvenile spirit, but like helping spirit. Right. Just like positivity, like Positive, Harry Anderson yeah. had, mm-hmm. that you feel like. That she she knows what she's doing. John Larroquette owns the screen. Yes, he John Larroquette is like one of those people that, like Ted Denson, they're in movies, but when they are on the television screen, that is where they own it. Right. And John Larroquette, whatever he's in, has owned the TV. Having him on on TV is good because he immediately picked it up. You can tell he's there. I'm pretty sure this had a live studio audience because there were a couple of times. I think he was playing for the crowd. Yeah, I think he was too. I think he was too. And I think you're right. I mean, I think Abby Stone, uh, played by Melissa Roch, is very believable as mm-hmm. as Harry Stone's daughter. That is very believable. Yeah. That is something I can actually. She does a really good job of of kind of capturing what the influence of what Harry yeah. would have been on her. And there's right. a part of me, they don't, at least the one, I didn't watch the fifth episode yet. Uh, I thought the fifth episode was better. I didn't, okay, I haven't I'll, watched it. So you thought it was better? I thought it was better. Uh, but th- there's part of me that wonders if, you know, there, because there was always in the original, there was always, I don't remember if they ever actually got Harry and Christine together. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think they but did they, either. But it yeah. kind of makes me wonder with Melissa Raj having the blonde hair if they're trying to like say that maybe this is Harry and Christine's daughter. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, that would be interesting because Marky Post is de- is deceased as well. When did she die? I don't remember. She died a, just a few years ago. Oh, okay, I just remember seeing her in all she those cancer. in Chicago yeah. PD or something like that. So yeah, she had cancer. So if she was alive, I could see it. I don't. I don't know if they'll go that road since they're both deceased. Yeah, since they're both deceased, I can't imagine them going down that road. I was just wondering that when I saw that yeah. she was blind, I thought maybe they're trying that to. That makes sense, though. Yeah, I was wondering if they were just trying to like give us that that hint or whatever. So because they haven't talked, did they talk about her mom on the fifth episode? Because they haven't mentioned her mom yet. No, but you would think if she met Dan Fielding, her if Marky Post Christine, right? Surely she would have come up in conversation. Yeah, I would think so. So, uh, but like I said, she is very believable. And like you said, John Larroquette, I mean, he is, he is to me the saving grace of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if it's not for him, I'm, I would have. I don't know that we would have gone four episodes deep. We would have might done yeah. one episode uh, yeah. because, like I said, outside of that, he is just really good. I mean, they are trying to capture just like they did in that night show. They are trying to capture some of like the original roles. So you've got Neil uh, played by Kapil. Uh, Tal I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good, and he's trying to be Mac. I mean, that's what they're trying to yeah. do. A very and different he, version of Mac, but he's trying to be Mac. He has been in some sitcoms because he 
has the right tone for the show. Yeah, he does. Mm, he he does. And uh, you know, I'm not really I I'm not really sure who India De Beaufort is supposed to be. Is she supposed to be kind of doing a Christine I, I, thing? I think so. I think so. I think a modern day Christine, but she's better in episode five. The first four episodes. I was. I don't know what it. she's doing. Yeah, I wasn't really impressed. And with I've the first seen four. her in other shows, and she's been really good. Yeah, I so think the, I've seen I'm her. But I can. I can place her though. I watched Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Uh, okay, I haven't seen that. Her and Neil were both in that. Okay, and then she was in a Jason Ritter had a show called Kevin Probably Saves the World. Mm-hmm. It was a few years ago on ABC where he was like an angel or something. Right, and she was one of the main characters. She was really good. She was really good on both those shows. And here, she is nothing to work with. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, we'll, we'll kind of, let's go ahead and talk about She's that. She's better in episode five, but any problems on. you have with this? Do you think it's a actor problem? Do you think it's a writing problem? Do you think it's well? Let's go to the last character because I'm not sure on her. Okay, that's Lacreta, who is who plays Donna Gruggs, uh, Gerganus. Uh, she yeah. just was very. I mean, she was oh. just there. I mean, I mean, <laughs> like, oh, I, I thought she was the worst. Yeah, I, like I, I, I wasn't impressed by either her or uh, India. They both, they both, they both better in episode five. There was a time, I'm with you, if Laracat wasn't in this, I would have turned it off. She was so horrible in the first episode. Yeah, she was. She's because, bad. And she was trying to get a, uh, I thought she was trying to get a catchphrase going, because there was a point where she screams, cut it out, or right. something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, please, God, don't <laughs> let this be another bad sitcom with a cut it out catchphrase. Yes, I know, that would have been awful. Yeah, he's still alive. This isn't fair to him. Right. But she never did it again. But like she was so bad sitcom oh, yeah. acting, and but she's turned she's turned down a little bit in episode five. I'll say that because I I think it's the writing of the director. I don't I like I saw I've seen India debut for it in other stuff and she was fine. She right. was good. Like I said, I, I haven't seen her anything else. Like if I, I probably have, but I just I just couldn't place her at this yeah. point. So, uh, like I said, the cast is. It, it, some of them are good, some are great, some are some of them are not so great, uh, and it's just you know, like I said, it's it's a, one, it's a sitcom, so it's going to be yeah. what used to be one of my favorite genres of television. The sitcom has just so quickly become like, all right, you've really got to convince me on this, and you got to really knock it out of the park. And well, you got to have a, a multicam that doesn't have a live track and that helps you yeah. have the, the the you know those types right uh that like i said that would help but it's just it's really got to be just absolutely yeah. on point every single moment for me to just be well, blown away about what i remember from the first one and i watched a couple episodes it's on freebie if anyone's uh, okay. curious uh they're sitting out joke after joke yes they are but they're hitting Yes, that's a difference. <laughs> they are hitting. Yeah. Uh, so, but these are not hitting. No, and there's not. like, and like, Melissa Rauch and Larroquette have spent a lot of time in this type of sitcom, right? Because like when they say a joke, it's almost like they pause, mm-hmm. and they, they, it's just so it's you can tell they know what they're doing, right? The others are not as comfortable, and it's just, and then that's when they turn up the laugh track. Because mm-hmm. there were a couple of times where Lacreta and uh, our, I guess Gergs is her name, yeah. Gergs and Olivia, that they turned it up like right after they spoke, and I was like, "What are you doing? This this isn't funny." Right. Like they have, they have one of the dumbest plot lines I've seen. I think it's in episode four 
where Olivia doesn't know the movie Die Hard. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't know. Can... And it is awful listening to Gerg's. One, they never say John McClane. They, they call him right. Die Hard. They just call him Die Hard. It's like, why are we calling him Die Hard? Why? Why? They don't even. What, they... what 35 year old doesn't know about Die Hard? I know. You at least know what the film is. I mean, at the very well, least. especially since now the the big argument about it's a Christmas movie. If it's a Christmas and it's movie. played so much. There's no way a 35 year old doesn't know what Die Hard is. Right. Exactly. You would like that. You're not going to call him. You're not going to call him die hard you're not just gonna no, do that. you're either gonna call him john mcclain which i would say 75 percent of the country knows right or you're gonna say bruce willis or bruce willis exactly so and they don't say either of them they just keep calling no. die hard and i don't uh, I, I didn't get it i mean they're trying yeah, to develop you remember nakatomi plaza but you don't can, remember john mcclain yeah it that was just so odd like i said they're trying to just almost said profanity oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to establish. So yeah, they're trying to establish a relationship. They're trying to build something between Gergs and Olivia in that episode, and yeah, and they kind of do. They kind of do, but it's like I said, they just the so, the tool to get there was really really clunky. Yeah. I thought the best moments of this were when Abby and Dan had some one on one time. Yeah, I think you're right about that. So let's go ahead and uh, talk about that just for just a little bit. All right, so as you were saying, the best moments of this show are when uh, Abby and Dan are interacting with each other, and they have to do this quite a bit because that's that's yeah. that's the backbone of of this show. Because if you don't if you don't rely heavily on that, this thing is going yeah. to sink and it is going right. to flounder. Uh, so go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I just thought there were times where well, there were times where I watched the show and I thought, okay, this is all right. And it was mostly when those two were together right. working on something because they they already have a good chemistry. I guarantee they've probably never met probably before not. this. Yeah. yeah, but you know they had an instant chemistry. Again, they're sitcom veterans and they can act. Right. Yeah. And it really showed. It it just they had some heart a heartfelt like moments. And I thought that's actually good. Right. That was like. Like I said there were times where I watched this and was like, you know, this isn't bad. There's something here. And then there would be like, what about when Die Hard walked on Dr. Thomas? And I was like, oh, and that would be like a minute later. And I was right. like, oh, it's terrible. So, but like I said, I think there's something here that with those two as the lead. And it found out more of what they're doing. Right. I, I do think there's something. I. I'm I'm a little still I'm still skeptical. I'll just be honest because look, they are good and the two of them are, but uh, I just don't know that there's going to be enough around them to sustain this. And look, I don't know. I know that it's got off to a great rating, so I don't know if it's still well, keeping the up the first ratings. Episode, it, it has so the first episode has it started off with ten million, right? Which is humongous, mm-hmm. and it's up to like seventeen million oh, with thing. streaming and everything. Wow! Now every episode is going down. Like the second episode with the original dealing with seven million, right? The third is like five million. Four and five have been four million, which is still a big hit. It's on still a big hit. Yeah, it's still a big and hit on network. I, I think it will end up going down to about three. Yeah, the, they can. That will. They can. But it's already get, been approved for a second season. Yeah, but said so they can do. They can do a number of seasons if they're still getting three million people to tune into yeah, this. Yeah, I was going to say, how many episodes is this? I don't know, but my guess is next season will probably be in the twenty to twenty-two range. If I had to guess, Dude, uh, that will be terrible. 
Yeah. That will be really bad. I mean, they'll probably, because I'm sure they're doing what they, my guess is they're probably 10 to 12 on this one, if I had to guess. Uh, and then they're going, like I said, they'll do they'll do a full season on on season two. I mean, I can't imagine it being less than 16, if I were to, yeah. to guess. Uh, but this is, like I said, I'm less convinced just because I don't know either the writing's got to improve or the actors have got to, you know, figure out how to kind of improvise and, you know, make chicken salad out of chicken crap. Because uh, yeah. right now they're not doing, they, they seem very beholden to go, you know, say as strictly as possible to the, to the script. And I just don't think that's a yeah. real good plan when you have something like this. Uh, no, it's, it's not. There's 13 episodes. It okay. looks like. That's what which, I thought. Yeah. I, I, I did think five was, I wish you had watched five. Yeah, I thought I five it. was a little bit better. Uh, but I will, I'm kind of with you. It was, uh, the first episode. I will say this. My wife watched it with me and she hates laugh track she right. wouldn't watch the big bang theory and stuff like that but she did say you know i'd watch another episode so i was like okay that means there's something because she i couldn't even get her to even look at that 90 show All she right. was like no <laughs> no we watched she watched the trailer and she was like absolutely not i'm this yeah, like I said, it's. I'll probably will eventually go back and watch the fifth episode of it at some point. Uh, but with it being a, a shortened week, I was trying to get some other stuff in as well. So yeah, uh, I think it would be something I may well. I, I could. See, I'll put this. I could put this in the background. Oh yeah, that's uh, what this yeah. is. This is a background yeah. show for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Dan real quick because obviously, because yeah. I, I want to talk kind of quite a bit about him. Uh, yeah, John Larroquette is the lone returner from the original and. What do you think about the way they have changed his character? Because obviously what he was known for in oh, yeah. the original is being kind of like the stuck-up uh, career. Right. I'm trying my best to advance my career as much as possible. And ladies' man. Ladies' man, constantly chasing women. Uh, constantly chasing Christine. That oh, was yeah. like a big thing. That was, was a always big trying thing. to hook up with her. Yeah. So what do you think about the way that they have changed his character? I think it's good because it had to happen. Yeah, it did. <laughs> well, he's... What he's seventy five, yeah, so he, he doesn't look it though. I'll no, he doesn't. He looks like he's in his sixties at most. Yeah, but also you had to you had to change it for twenty twenty three, and you had to change it because it would just been gross to watch it a sixty five year old. But I thought they did a good job with that because this feels like an older Dan Fielding. It does. It feels like an older Dan Fielding in the light. I guess it was episode three when Wendy Mallet comes on. Yeah, she was great. Uh, when because he kind of starts to reference, you know, some of the things that he did when he was younger mm-hmm. uh, about, you know, he would have never turned down uh, a date or something like that. I don't remember exactly yeah. what, what it was, but the fact that they do actually reference well, she it. She wanted to just hook up. Yeah, just hook up. That's right. So, you know, they 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 do reference it at least, and they do kind of like talk about it. So I'm glad they're not just completely ignoring mm. that. But you're right. It is. It seems like he has grown up. It seems it seems very plausible that this is the character that Dan has become in the past thirty years. Well, and they also mentioned that you know he had a wife that he lost. Right. We mm-hmm. don't know. It, I can't. I can't tell if it's divorce or right. she left it or I, she died. It felt like I've, it felt like she died. That's what it kind of yeah, felt like. Yeah. So, but he's you know he's a heartbroken Dan as well. So right. But it's just man, Larry Kid has it. I mean, that's yeah, one thing about it. He he's really good. Yeah, he really is. What all has he done since? Because all I really remember him from um, is Night Court, but. Well, he had a show right after Night Court, the John Larroquette show. I re- uh, that's right. It was a sitcom. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't really watch it. I don't remember anything from well, it. I remember watching it. It was pretty good. He was an alcoholic guy that worked at a... Because uh, a, he was in recovery. So you would have 
to meet, and he worked at a bus stop mm. or bus station. So you would have this, the, some of the episode will be him in the recovery, and someone would be in the bus stop. He also has been on a ton of shows, like he Boston Legal, which was the show I watched. He ended up being on several seasons of that. Uh, okay, I don't think I and watched Boston Legal. He's had some sitcoms that didn't make it like that. Were yeah. like one season. Like I, I kind of remember him popping up every so often on some sitcoms that and just never he's passed done out. A, if you look at his IMD, he's done a ton of like he was on several episodes of Psych. He was on several. Uh, that's right. Yeah, I remember, on, I remember on that. Yeah, I remember he's, on Psych. He's been a which is because he's a mainstay and really good on TV. He's a person that you if you have a show, short arc, you were like, man, let's go get John Larroquette. Right. He'd be perfect. Yeah. Like also, that, you know what I noticed because uh, I was like. Man, he's tall. I didn't realize how tall he was. Well, I looked at the original cast. They're all over six foot. Yeah, they Marshall were all very tall. Marshall was five nine. Mm-hmm. That had to be the tallest cast on TV. Richard Mole was six foot eight. Larry Kent mm-hmm. six four. Harry Anderson was six three. Yeah, they were all tall. They were all oh, very tall. My God. Yeah, that's, I don't remember him standing out for being tall because the rest of the cast was because tall. Because the rest of the cast was tall. And the only reason I remember that is because I remember Harry Anderson was tall. And obviously, you know, Bull was known for being tall. And that's the thing. I mean, they that's it almost like what they're going for with Bull in the original. It almost yeah. didn't work because they wanted him to be like this just giant. And they've got so right. many other tall people next to him. Uh-huh. It, doesn't, it didn't really pan out i think yeah. the way that they intended it to so uh well, what are what are the chances that gerg's is going to end up being roz's uh niece or something it wouldn't surprise me they, to do that marshall warfield is live still acts still right. a comedian yeah you gotta find a way you've got to find a way to bring her back yeah i would think they would it wouldn't surprise me if they because i mean she's basically trying to be roz in this that's what they're right, trying to right. do so well no roz was funny yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> i said try i said didn't say she is Ro- she remember roz was really sarcastic she too. was mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she was really good yeah i've really enjoyed roz and like i said I'd, yeah i was like i was when i would watch this i was like i wish marsha warfield was about 10 years younger because you could just plug her in yeah you could i think she's in her 60s now so she's too old to be a bailiff yeah well i mean look the original two bailiffs they had in the, well, <laughs> they could go back down that road talk about what happened to them uh, i know yeah uh but they could have tried to go back down that road i mean and try to get yeah. uh the old do the older bailiff thing but it's interesting that they're only doing one bailiff in this where they did two in the original one so uh i do think it's i do think they are trying to hit some of the same touchstones as the original yeah uh like the episode where they talk about abby being had having gone through re- rehab uh yeah. alcohol rehab uh just some of the things that dealing with that uh, one thing I think, one of the things I think that is holding this show back though is constantly talking about Harry because I mean they talk about him yeah. in every single episode, right, right. And eventually you've got to just establish this show as its own if you're going to make it work. It's got to be its own show. Look, well, the first line of the show is Judge Stone. That sounds familiar. Exactly. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that to begin with, uh, and I'm okay with that like to like really to put that in there on occasion you know that this is that this is his daughter and that dan was friends with him and that he was kind yeah. of a mentor to him even if he was a reluctant you know even if he was meant being mentored reluctantly uh i'm kind of okay with that if you put that in there occasionally but like i said it's in every single episode yeah is yeah. it in he episode five get, 
I can't remember, okay. but it's mentioned. It's mentioned. I does. I did feel like he he's mentioned almost every episode. Yeah. And like I said, they've got him. Like I said, they kind of look. I loved Harry Anderson. He was great, and mm-hmm. I hate the fact that he's gone. But it's it's not this. It's not the same show. So I mean, that's kind of the that's kind of the issue that you have. And this is yeah. what was the issue that we had with that that ninety show. Who are you writing this for? Is this for? Right. Is this for the, the people who watched it in the eighties and early nineties, or is this for well, people today? Still watching Network. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You're They're right. Old Gen X and boomers are the only ones still watching network TV, probably. Yeah, you're probably right about that. So maybe that's who they are trying to write this for. So they keep just going to, they keep going to that yeah. well. Yeah, they do. They do mention him a lot. Um, it is. It is a shame that most of this cast is no longer with us because Mac is is deceased as well. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Richard yeah. Mole is still alive though, but he's eighty something. Yeah, so I say, I he, he, it would be acts. hard to get him back in there but i mean obviously there are people in their 80s that still act but it's yeah, yeah. it's not always that easy for them to to get on the screen and all that type of stuff so uh like i said it's i guess this show is i guess it's fine i mean it's yeah. it's not going to just wow me uh and i'll probably catch it every so often I, I did want to watch the fifth episode but with it being a shorter week because we're having to record on a friday with the super bowl going this week that yeah. i was it just didn't get i just didn't get a chance to watch it well, is it i, I would yeah, I'll give them a couple of things. I do think they caught the same feel as the original. Yeah, I think they like, have. Like it feels like the original, which is good. Mm-hmm. So I, I will, I will give them that. So that, and, and like I said, you have two really good leads, but there's a lot. Uh, I will also mention the janitor. Don't ever put him on again. He's horrible. Right. Like there was the gag of gag and Pratt Falls are not funny anymore. Yeah, where he's holding on to the light pole mm-hmm. and then he falls down and the birds come in and and the, the laugh track is just going wild right. and i'm like this isn't funny well and they're trying that's what that was such a part of the 80s version of it because i mean there yeah, was always yeah. there was always like Bold some weird sir. thing that was happening in the courtroom that they would have to kind of get around uh they would have to yeah. do court around uh the person doing the mural on the wall of the golden girls that was a something that would have that's a type of thing that yeah. was happening in the 80s version of the show uh so like i said they're trying to get some of that but it, it's it's like you said it, it doesn't really work nowadays uh and it just yeah. doesn't it just doesn't come across as well so, so and i'm gonna give i'm gonna give our listeners some advice here and we'll help you out my wife has celiac disease so she can't eat gluten gluten-free jokes are not funny no they're not they're not and like th- she was like Oh, I made one gluten-free and one with extra gluten. I was like, oh, God. No, gluten-heavy, I think is what you right. said. I was like, that's not funny. No, it's because not. Because there are a lot of people like my wife that have that disease. Oh, yeah. Candy. And I'll give, give you – my advice to you is when someone says if, at your table and they're eating gluten-free, don't ever say, well, I'll take their gluten. Right, exactly. Because I can't tell you how many people have made that joke in front of my wife. Right. And it's never. Been. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, I've, <laughs> I'm just helping you all out. Don't yeah, make that joke. Yeah, your gluten free. my my cousin, uh, my cousin's husband is uh, has celiac disease, and uh, you know, every year we, whenever we do any get, they live in Minnesota now, so they don't come down very often. But whenever they do, we always try. To, if there's a family gathering, we're yeah. always trying to get something for him to be able to eat. Um, try to provide that for him because it look, it's it's very difficult to live yeah. with, and you've got yeah, uh, it, it's, it can be very. Because I know it like can just like really just wreck your stomach and all that type of stuff if they end up eating it. So, but yeah, the jokes not funny. No, they're not funny. So, uh, do we want to do awards? 
Yeah, let's get to awards. All right, let's do some awards. Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we have six awards that are based on the six characters of Friends that we give out whenever we cover a season. Now, look, this is still going on, but Ryan and I both decided we're probably we're not, not going yeah, yeah, to come yeah. back to this in, yeah. in the show. So, uh, up first, we have the Rachel, which is the star of the show. Who'd you go with? I went with Melissa Rauch Did because you? she has a lot on her plate here. Yeah. And she has to carry the show. Yeah, I think she's supposed to be the star, but I, I, I thought John Larroquette was the star for me. Well, when John Larroquette is in this as Dan Fielding, it's hard to not be right. the star. But. So I, that's why I ended up going with him. So, uh, Who's your Joey? John Larroquette is Dan Fielding. And I've got Melissa Rauch here. <laughs> so we yeah. got him flip-flop there. But uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, for me, like I said, I could have put either one on the right yeah. show. But I just, like I said, John Larroquette, I mean, he he owns the screen when he is on it. He does. So. He for sure does. Uh, next is the Chandler, the person who made you laugh the most. Where'd you go here? <laughs> with with uh, Kapil, uh Tall Walker as Neil. I, he was... The uh, yeah. best of the rest, I guess. That's where I went to. I was like, well, if I'm going to give somebody this, I'm going to go ahead and give it to him. I, I think yeah. he's kind of being underutilized, to be perfectly honest with you. I actually think so, too. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he seems to, anyway. so uh, The Phoebe. Where'd you go for the Phoebe? The oddball of the bunch. I went with Olivia because they need to figure her character out. This girl could actually act, and right. they have given her a horrible role. Uh, this is where I put in one of the guest stars. I put Wendy Malkin as Julianne. Uh, okay. I, just, I threw her in here because there's only five people on this cast, uh, so I was like, "Well, I got to throw a six in somewhere." Uh, so this is where I throw her in, just because I, I thought it was she has this weird role where she's kind of like hitting on Dan, but she's only hitting on him so that she can like get back at him later on. Uh, and was, that felt like a night court. It uh, did plot line. That it really felt did. like a real night court plot line, an old school night court plot line. All right, next is the Monica, an important character to the story. Who are you going with? Well, I'm surprised you didn't go with the same person I am because you mentioned him. I went with Harry Stone. Oh, yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. I didn't even think about doing that. But uh, this is where I go with uh, India De Beaufort as Livia just because i got to put somebody here. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I was like, okay, sure, I'll put you here. Uh, but, yeah, that's actually not a bad idea because he, I mean, he hovers over this show like yeah. everybody else. But I didn't even think about doing that since he's not actually on here. But that's a good, that's a good right. call by you. So, uh, And last is the Ross, your least favorite character. Uh, it's got to be Gergs. Yeah. Lacretta. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna assume it's not her. It's the writing and. Yeah, I'm with you. But this is who I put as the as the Ross as well. I just either she's not doing a great job as her character, or her character just sucks. <laughs> and maybe it's a combination of the two, or a little bit uh, of the yeah. two. But yeah, it's it's just not good. I mean, like the. It's not good. It, it's, I mean, it's so, it feels so incredibly sitcommy what she is doing it on does. screen. So. It well, it feels like the Disney sitcoms that we talked about last week with those kids on that yeah. 90s show. You're right. It does. It kind of feels that way too. So. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we have a five-tier rating system. We have, at the top, we have a Game of Thrones. Beneath Game of Thrones, we have a Lost. Middle of the road for us is Friends. Beneath the Friends is Full House. And the bottom of the barrel is the Baywatch. Where do you rate this show? I'm giving it a Friends, but it's a low three. It's a low Friends. I went ahead and went down to a full house on this. So you like that 90s show more than this? Not necessarily. I just think that show with it having such a young cast i think they can kind of grow as actors and okay. they can get into their parts later on and I th also i give them a little bit more of a 
uh, like I said, if I, the, I, I kind of grade them on a curve a little just because, I mean, they have a 12-year-old playing a high school kid in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is true. So I was, I'm was i a little bit more forgiving of that show. This They have experienced actors in this, and I just was not impressed with it. Uh, like I said, I probably enjoyed them about the same, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, yeah. But with, like I said, with... That show, I think, like I said, they're they're young actors and they're still trying to figure things out. Whereas this, it's an experienced group of people, and I would, even with bad writing, because I think what if you go back and watch sitcoms in the eighties and the nineties, there was occasionally bad writing, but you had such talented actors they could they could turn you know chicken crap and take to make chickens yeah. out of chicken crap that happened quite a bit i mean if you go and mm-hmm. look at some of those storylines they were some of those were just really bad storylines i mean look at some of the stuff on friends yeah those storylines weren't great but i laughed a lot it's just because mm-hmm. they executed so brilliantly in in that show and that's the one that, and that's the reason like i said i probably enjoyed them about the same but i'm just yeah. i'm a little bit more forgiving of the younger cast yeah i mean you know i, I really liked lyricat i thought he was really good that may be you know but I'm with you. They're pretty similar. Uh, yeah, for some are. reason, I was, I was, we flip flopped, so that was interesting. Well, let me ask you this then: What do you think is drawing people to this show? The original and that John Larroquette is in it. Yeah, I mean that's the only I think I can think of because when I was watching, it's like, it's fine. I mean that was kind of the way yeah. I was describing it earlier. It's it, there's, I mean it's fine, but it's no, nothing I'm going to really just kind of well, seek out. But I mean it will be interesting to see what it, the ratings the ratings are going down. Right. And, it's probably, you know, and I think what you said is right. I think it's probably going to hover around two to three million. But in today's world, that's fine. That's a hit. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it wouldn't have been a hit back when the original was going. Oh, but no. but yeah. with as many other viewing options as you have, I mean, if you yeah. can get two million people to tune into, uh, what t- what day does this air on NBC? Tuesday. I think Tuesdays. That's what yeah. I thought too. If so, if you can get two million people to air on a Tuesday then you're just absolutely you're doing gangbusters then you get some yeah. people to watch it on peacock i mean that's just that's that's heaven for for nbc so yeah, yeah i will probably watch some of the more you know when they have a few more episodes in the background yeah, but, uh, yeah so this won't be something i'm rushing to tuesday night i can tell you that no no and we'll talk about why i'm not here in just a second so all right do you want to go ahead and do our recommendations yeah. All right. So every week here on the, uh, no, we're not doing recommendations. We're doing things we're looking we're doing, forward to. I yeah, forgot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here on the Main Attraction Podcast, our midweek episode, we like to do things that we are looking forward to. What are some things you're looking forward to? So I got three. One is after the last couple episodes of Poker Face, I'm really looking forward to where they're doing with this. Yes, that episode, uh, episode five, was I guess fantastic. it was. Fantastic. <laughs> with Judith Light. <laughs> Speaking of 80s sitcoms, Judith yeah. Light starring in episode five, just one of the funniest episodes of TV I've seen in a while. I was laughing out loud. Two just awful, cursing, yeah. <laughs> I mean, old yes. women. Just, it was fantastic. It was just fantastic. It was a really good one. So I'm looking forward to seeing where they're going with this. And the actors, even the last episode that had Tim Meadows and Alan Barkin, like they had good chemistry. They did. So they're getting really good performances out yeah, of the show. Yeah, they did. So. I'm excited about that. Yeah, so. the one most, the most recent one. I watched it last night when it came on because we're recording this on Friday night, and I loved the setup of the, the most recent one. I loved everything that they were doing the setup, and I thought after the setup, it I, to me, I thought these once Charlie came on, that was the weakest. That was one of the weaker parts. Once it because I thought, yeah. that, like I said, the way they were setting that entire episode up, I yeah. was just, 
I was loving it, but and we'll talk more yeah. about this because we are going to go back and cover uh, yeah. the the rest of the season once it finally wraps up in like the middle of March. So, but yeah, yeah you're right. It's it's they. This is just a great great show. Yeah. Uh, I'm, so I'm lo- really looking forward to more. Yeah, and what it's what's kind of interesting. Somebody uh, I was listening to their podcast, uh, one that I'm a Patreon supporter of, and one of the guys was talking about you know th- it's basically they're doing Columbo, and yeah. I didn't even think about this, but like. Uh, what's her name? The uh, Natasha Leone. Natasha Leone. She even kind of sounds like Columbo. I didn't oh, even yeah, think about yeah, that. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, she really does. So, uh, but yeah. yeah. What else you got? I've got the movie Air that is coming out in April. Yeah, that this looks... looks good, man. It's uh, starring Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck uh, directing. Bateman, mm-hmm. Viola Davis. Oh, Ben Affleck's directing. It's about Nike uh, signing up Michael Jordan. Yeah. And it looks interesting. Viola Davis, who just won an EGOT, congrats yeah, to her, uh, going for, she's Michael Jordan's mom that has to be the one they have to convince. Right. Matt Damon is the Nike agent. So right. it looks good. It looks really good. Yeah, I was. I saw the, tra- the trailer for it, and when I first heard about the the concept, I was like, we're doing a movie about the start of the Jordan brand. I was like, yeah. okay. But no, you're right. It, it looks good. So yeah. I'm, I'm, lo- yeah. I'm looking forward to it as well. And my last is a movie that uh, I, that is about to start filming. They just announced it. It's called Forty Two Point Six. It is about that a. It is about a. Uh, uh, it's starring Andy Samberg and Gene Smart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they are a couple in their thirties, and something happens that he gets. Uh, Tom stops for him. Right. And then he get he gets pushed back. He gets pushed up forty two point six years, and the only person alive is his ex girlfriend, now played by Gene Smart. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a romantic comedy starring Andy Serberg in his late thirties and Gene Smart. So I I can't wait. Yeah, uh, that that should be good. So that I'll be interested to see how that plays out. That should be a fun one. So them in a romantic comedy. When I when I saw, it, I was like a romantic comedy starring Andy Serberg and Gene Smart. I was like, I don't even need that plot. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when I heard the plot, I was like, that's just creative. Yeah, it is. That's a very creative plot. So, All right. Uh, I've got two things that I'm looking forward to. Up first is on Amazon Prime Videos. I think it releases on Friday of this week. It is Carnival. The second season of Carnival Row. Uh, the first season came out in oh, 20, 2019. Uh, well, it was came out in 2019. I, I watched it, and I, I liked it. I thought it was really, really good. Is that the one that Orlando, Orlando Bloom, Bloom is in? And uh, the girl that was in only murders in the building this season uh cara dev yeah yeah i can't remember her name but davini davini thank you delvini uh, delvini they are the two stars i like the first one uh, i thought it was really really good it has taken them four years to get the second season out i haven't uh, even seen a trailer for this this is crazy yeah i, uh, I saw amazon man yeah it's amazon i mean i don't ever understand how they do things but uh looking forward to here's the thing though it's been four years so i don't remember a whole lot of the plot points so they're better I was about be, to say <laughs> there better be like a five minute of uh what yeah. happened previously on because they're gonna have to really refresh me because i don't remember a whole lot of the plot points from the first one so uh, I do remember enjoying it, and like I said, it was a pretty big hit for them. It, it didn't do real well with critics, but a lot of people watched it, so I'm surprised it took them as long as it did to get a second season pumped. Obviously, you know, you had uh, COVID and all that type of stuff, but you know, there have been other things that have come out since then as well. So Wow. 
Uh, but yeah, the other, the only other thing I have for me is something that we are covering next week on the pod. Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania releases on well, technically it releases on Thursday of this week, uh, but it'll be coming out mostly for people on Friday. Uh, we will be covering it here on the Main Attraction Podcast. So we're going to get back to we're starting Phase Five of the MCU, and I have heard go. that Jonathan Majors is just incredible in this thing. Awesome! So I can't wait to see it, and we'll be covering it on the show. Uh, when we record this time well on Sunday of this week so anything else you want to add before we go appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time yes oh and one other thing uh, we're doing three things next week so we'll have The Last of Us next week we'll also do Ant-Man and the Wasp and we're also going to be covering The Woman King because it releases that's I guess, I guess another thing I'm looking forward to because I haven't seen it yet it's coming on HBO Max correct yeah so HBO Max. No, no, no. Netflix. 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 Okay, it's coming to Netflix on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's Friday is when it comes out. So, all right. Uh, other than that, we will see you guys next week. And until then, may all of your entertainment dreams come true. <laughs>